You are listening to the We Hired a Sitter for this podcast. We hired a sitter for this. We have a roster of like seven sitters. I hate authority, but I'm a mom. I'm an old man. I need orthopedic shoes. The laughs, the chuckles, the TMI. Some people might say, why would you have kids? The oceans are rising. The economy's collapsing. And they're not wrong. I'm Ross. And I'm Patrick. And we hired a Hello, everybody. Welcome to We Hired a Sitter for This. I'm Patrick. Who's good? My name is Gaston. And this podcast used to be called Who Cares About Ross and Patrick, but Ross is so busy, uh, we're doing a podcast without her. But she, she really wants to come back, by the way. Yeah. She sees She sees the moves we're making, and she's like, am I allowed back on my own podcast? Ross is always allowed. Here, are you are you cool with it if she does an episode sometime? It's not even allowed. Ross is in charge of this yeah. podcast. What are That's we talking true. about? That is true. She did give us a list of topics to hit today. So Yo, she she sends notes. Yeah, you know which, what I mean. Which is good because I'm I'm exhausted. I mean, I hate a podcast that starts with somebody saying, "Oh, I'm so tired." Because then when I'm listening, I'm like, "I'm gonna fall asleep." If this person mentions again <laughs> how tired they are, and then the yawning on the mics. I called Ross out on that, by the way. She she yawns on the mics all the time. I mean, moms need a little bit of wiggle room. I get that, but uh, I'm not that tired. But I am. Uh, I'm not sleeping great because uh, we got a, a toddler. In bed with us every night for the last two months, which is uh, new for us. Welcome. Oh my God. It's it's uh it's a part of the journey. Yeah. How long were your kids sharing? Did you bed share for a long time? We didn't bed share uh long at all. Uh Gabby's not about that. She yeah. she likes to stretch. Uh-huh. Um I'm not even sure she wants me in the bed. You got a king time. bed? We got a queen. Oh yeah, man, you, you gotta go king. You got king in New York. Uh, yeah, we got a king bed. Look uh, at you, we, man. It's in the living room though, so it takes up the whole living room. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like, yo, <laughs> where are you living in luxury like uh, this it's in Brooklyn? Not, you gotta come over. Actually, yeah. you should come over and experience these seven hundred and fifty square feet we Oof. have to offer. Yo, stop bragging. <laughs> yeah, we're in a one bedroom. We, <laughs> I, I mean, I've been doing a bit about this. We used to be in the bedroom, and then yeah. Franny, we had the the king bed and the crib in the bedroom. And then Franny, uh, you know, we wanted privacy, so we just realized, let's... Oh, it was when we sleep trained her. We're like, all right, we will move to the living room. So we put the king bedroom, mm. uh, the king bed in the living room, like a studio apartment situation out there. Okay. Franny's got the whole bedroom to herself because she's the princess or the queen or she's in charge. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, we sleep trained her. We got a sleep coach. We did remote... You got a coach? Yeah, we, got, we did remote sleep coaching. We were, we were WhatsApping this lady every night and sending her logs of, yeah. Yo, yeah. man. We brought in professionals. Hey, man. Yo, three ways are different, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I like it. What that, do you mean, two, one kid? What's you got a like three-way? That's, that's another way to involve a third adult in your, in your bedroom. Oh, that's activities. hilarious. That's hilarious. I, I love that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, we outsourced some of the parenting, which which I always, I, I, I mean, this is an interesting topic for fathers. I remember when, uh, well, first of all, I, uh, I had experience with some childbirth from my first career as a filmmaker, documentary producer. I filmed like three births over the years, so I attended like all these uh, pre-birth classes. And, uh, I learned a lot about it in my twenties and I was in the room for these three childbirths and it was really intense. And like, I, I, so when Ross got pregnant, I kind of was in this position to mansplain pregnancy to her, <laughs> which of course did not go well. So, okay. so we got the books, we got all the books and the textbooks and the, this is what you do this is how, what's going to happen. And then we took a zoom, uh, pr- pregnancy, uh, birth class over zoom this is all during the pandemic um 
So I always had the mentality of like, well, we've paid for this class. We've got these books. We don't need a coach. We don't need to bring in another. We don't need staff right. to figure this stuff out. But the sleep stuff was so challenging. And then there was there was people before that. There was a um, a lactation consultant okay. for breastfeeding because the breastfeeding wasn't happening immediately. So we hired a professional for that. Uh, the dog actually before Franny, we, we, we got a dog trainer and I remember thinking, we'll just YouTube videos about how to train your dog. What I'm getting at is I never wanted to spend this money. I never wanted to spend this money. I never wanted to have these kinds of three ways that you're, you're talking about. I didn't want to bring in outsiders, but Ross always was right. Every time we brought in a professional, we had the best dog. Because it was like, okay, yeah, take my money. Tell us what to do. Give us the shortcuts. Uh, the lactation consultant, take our money. Okay, wow, our kid is eating. Uh, sleep coach, holy shit. Like, we have a child who is programmed to nap three times a day, sleep through the night. And it was like hundreds and hundreds of dollars, but it was worth every cent to, right. you know, keep this sleep log. It was, it was, yeah, you like, it was like monitoring how she's sleeping, what she's eating, all this different stuff. And this lady was like a magician. She would just be like, well, if you fed her at this time, you should actually feed her at this time. And uh, counterintuitively, don't try to keep her up late to make her tired, actually put her into bed earlier. Like it was just all these like counterintuitive things that a sleep expert taught oh, us. Y'all respect. Um, Shots to the sleep expert. Yeah. Yo. Sleep coach. Uh, oh man, I forget her name. She spams my emails to this day. Uh, I'm on her mailing list today. <laughs> it's not a repeat business. Okay? I, I know. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're one and done. Uh, <laughs> the I, do the you, baby doesn't backpedal when they get yeah. older. <laughs> do you, do you feel guilty when you unsubscribe from somebody's email list? Not at all. Uh, I feel completely fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't uh I don't feel guilty about a lot of things. I feel like um You're very zen. Yeah, cuz like I I in my heart I'm genuinely not doing it out of malice. I think that's the thing. Like I don't feel malice either. Right. But like I don't feel guilt if I'm doing something that is right for me. You know what I mean? So like yeah, like that's just weird like uh like or, like even with us like you uh you needed to move the the recording time yeah. back and you were like, "Yo, feel free to push back." I'm like I'm completely comfortable telling you. Okay. I can't do something if I can't. So yeah. like you didn't even need to yeah. preface it. That's yeah. just like who I am. Like yeah, we good. Yeah. And in turn, if I can, I'm a hundred percent gonna do it because you're my people. So like yeah. it, it's just a given. Like to me, I feel I, I'm really good about like living life on like a seven. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you're so, not overthinking. Things. Yeah. It's just this is where we at. We cool. You need this? Yeah. No problem, homie. Let's let's do that. Nice. You know what I mean? Um. So, yeah, no, I'm completely fine unsubscribing because that means that, like, uh, we've had our email relationship. Yeah. You know, what what we needed to do together, we did. I appreciate you. I'm not dissing you. I'm not sending unsubscribing, like, going on, like, Yelp and yeah, shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, yeah. You're cool. I'll yeah. tell other people to subscribe to you yeah. if they need to. And we actually we actually got her several more clients. Yeah. Like, because she really saved us. Yo, uh, what so, more does she need? So, but yeah. you don't have any more infants in your house yeah. so you can't stay on that list as well yeah. although maybe i need a sleep coach now because <laughs> i she with adults too? I, I think she will do i think she will give recommendations i don't know if she uh she i don't know if it would be the same process but yeah i mean 
I well, first of all, I keep saying sleep coach. We never met this person. She was in Mexico City. Like we were WhatsApping and emailing this person. But I love the idea of a, a coach with like a whistle and a and like a and like a like a an NFL coach with all those papers. What are on those papers? Those laminates. Are you a football fan? I am. I am. What are they looking at on there? They're usually looking at the plays. Are they doing crosswords? Is it to shield their eyes from the sun? But yeah, she's got the playbook. <laughs> she's blowing the whistle. I'm like, lady, if you blow the whistle, you're going to wake the baby up. I love this. Yo. Uh, I, uh, yo, real talk. Every time I hear about something like this, I have a little, like, I know I, I, I'm empathetic to my friends that struggle, uh, and to people that struggle economically, but man, there's some made up jobs out there. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. Real talk be like this lady said, yo, I'm, I love sleeping. <laughs> I love sleeping so much. I'm gonna make it my job. Do, you, what they say I, is, I'm gonna make my clients the only people that can't talk back and they can't even <laughs> complain if I'm doing a good job or not. If you do what you love, you never have to work a day <laughs> yo, in your life. Oh, that's fucking brilliant, yo! And, and a whole client base is people that can't even remember if it went well. Years later, they're like, "Yo, did you? I think she did cool. I'm, I'm still here. Yeah, I've been sleeping ever since. Yep. Of course. Yeah, whether or not, at some point, the baby falls asleep, she would be like, just like I planned. Yeah, I. <laughs> it's such a bullshit hustle. I have a worse one. I have a worse one for you. This is a worse made up job. And this came as a gift. This was a gift to us. Somebody gifted us a session when we got our dog. This is before the baby. We got a dog, and someone gifted us a session. With a dog psychic. <laughs> and Yo. this was also oh done remotely. So we, <laughs> this woman said, hey, so-and-so gave you this gift for an hour of my time. And what the way this works is you call me on the phone. Uh, your animal should be close to you. <laughs> call me on the phone. Oh, send me pictures of your animal. Okay. Send me pictures of their living space. Call me on the phone, have the animal close to you, and we'll talk for a few minutes, and then uh, we'll hang up, and then I will connect with your animal in the in the mesosphere or whatever. Okay. In the in the uh, she she will um she's sort of a psychic medium, so she will connect with the animal uh, outside of this re reality, and she will visit with the animal. Okay. And then we'll call back on the phone and she will tell us what the animal told her. <laughs> and, and I recorded it. I actually I gotta Yo. I gotta get this I gotta listen to that to remember how it was. But she was like, Yeah, so I met Peggy and she she loves you guys very much. She is aware that there's an, a child on the way. Okay. Uh, and she's she's a little nervous about what that's going to be like when there's another being in your home. Okay. And uh, she also told me that she likes the amount of food that you give her, but she doesn't like where she gets it. So she would like for you to feed her in another area of your home, somewhere with a little bit more room. Because we were like feeding her like in this little entryway area. I mean, it was like Yo. full on con artist. Like, I mean, part of me was like, yeah, I kind of like the idea that like maybe, you know, there's a psychic connection between <laughs> living things or whatever. But she got, I think it was like a $75 an hour uh, Respect, gift. Yo. Right? Like, that's not bad. I love that, yo. Yo, you're not you're not unemployable. You just don't have enough imagination. Okay. <laughs> Her LinkedIn, it's like top skills hustling white people in Brooklyn for for ten years. Yo. Uh yeah, it was hilarious. That's freaking dope. I would like because there are animals that definitely want people to talk to. Like yeah. uh um 
if she could do that, I would have her focus on horses. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean, I want to know. I want to know like the history of like uh, a, a triple crown winner or some shit. Yeah, you know what I mean, what's like, your what's your biography? What was your motivation yeah, in that race? Like, if your dad won, what did you think? Like, as a legacy kid, you know, right. what kind of pressure is that? Uh, like, growing up as a junior equestrian or something you know <laughs> you know there's some like there's some young mares with some hang-ups they're yeah. like i didn't even want to be in this business <laughs> no they I, just wanna, me. I just want to be out in the fields with my friends you know what i mean and I, you, you i'm can't, an artist at, at heart you know what i mean <laughs> you can't put me in a lane but they put me in one single lane <laughs> don't hold me okay <laughs> i can't be constrained uh do you do you have a connection with animals and wildlife i don't know uh, i don't uh I uh I'm not big on nature in no, general. No pets at home. Um no, my kids want pets. I'm not anti they, pet, they but I'm not like, pro pet. Did they do guinea pigs or snakes or anything like that? We've had dogs twice for a week. Oh the my first God. time um they were way too young. Second yeah. time they were too young for the dog I wanted. Uh-huh. Uh I was like, "Alright, if we're going to get a dog, I'm going to get a pit bull." And they oh, were like of course, yeah. real little and the dog scared the hell out of them. Yeah. Um they've had fishes. Um, that's been the the most uh, prone to make it. Like Aiden's got uh, Aiden killed the fish the first time. How did that go over? Uh, they got they, everyone was sad. Uh, but he is just he he thought that like he saw the food the fish get. Yeah, and he saw it was like little like flaky things. So he thought you had to make flaky things. Right. So he just put a bunch of paper. Oh and yeah, choked yeah. up. You know oh, what I mean? It yeah. happens. Be yeah. uh, R.I.P. to Goaties. But uh, his I mean, new goldfish happens, they go pretty well. It happens in the ocean too. They bring the fish out and they cut them open. There's all the plastic from the water bottles and all the stuff we throw out there. It's a pollution lesson, real so, talk. Yeah. So did he? Did you turn that into a teachable moment about, yeah. about grief and pollution? I did pollution. I didn't do the grief thing. Um, I was like, yo, this is what happens, yo, when you don't recycle. I love the idea. So that back to the playbook. You're like, you're like, I'm the coach. I gotta look at this playbook. Are we doing grief today? Or are we doing yo, pollution? Every time something goes wrong, I leverage it. Like, yeah. Like, yo, listen, this is a teachable opportunity. Cause I feel like that's the only way you learn is through emotion, right? So like I like uh, I don't like hitting kids, yeah. So but I I, I acknowledge that every time my my parents hit me, I remember that. Uh, yes, I remember yeah, yeah. exactly why not to do that. So yeah. I how do I do the emotional part of that without abusing my? How kid? do I give them an emotional smack in the ass? Yeah, yeah. So when when life supplies it, I leverage that. So yeah, yeah like yo, you sad? Your goldfish died? Yo, you know what? This is why I tell you to put the bottles over here. Yeah. You know, and now we good. And now he recycles like crazy, you know? Because he great. doesn't want more dead fish. He doesn't want more dead fish. You I, know what I, I mean? like that because you can say that to him the rest of his life. Like, hey, buddy, you going to clean that up or do you want dead fish? On Straight your hands? up. You Forever. Want, he knows. You want you dead know? mammals on your hands? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, nah. You guys had a, uh, you guys uh, do pets in your crib? Yeah. So we got the one dog and uh, yeah, it's, it's great. We love her. Um, but we do occasionally go down that dark road of thought of like, man, so she was about three when Franny was born. Mm-hmm. Let's say we get another solid 10 years out of her. You know, that's going to be a devastation and uh, the grief will be real for all of us. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I kind of can't imagine how that's going to go. Um, what a bummer to say <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> but hey, that's what we're doing. Hell yeah. That, and that's part, like, real t- I thought a lot about this. Like, um, I don't have that. Like, I, uh, my sister had a dog. It stayed at our house for like a year. I don't even count that as one of our dogs. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, so my dad was anti dog. 
Oh, my sister wanted a dog badly, and when she was like 18, still living with my parents, she bought a dog and just oh, brought it home. Yeah, that's a tough move. Yeah, and mom got on board, but dad was like, yo, that dog come here, you leaving, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, she you got, you must dropped had... it off at my crib. Oh, yeah, okay. And it stayed in my house for a year. You had a trickle-down dog. Yeah, and like my dad would like has to come over because we do shit together. And he slowly got cool with the dog till we moved the dog over. You know what I mean? Um, but, like, even that dog, like, eventually passed away. I was still fine. Like, yeah. I, I, my kids got sad. My wife got sad. And it wasn't even living with us anymore. Like, it was yeah. living elsewhere. But they formed a bond with this dog. I was like, yeah, that sucks. But, like, just get a new dog. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I think it's good for the dad to be a little bit emotionally detached with any big event like that because somebody's got to kind of hold it together yeah you know? like i gotta i gotta take the I, like me and my dad were the ones that took the dog away like uh when the dog passed it, he like they found him yeah you know so like oh. my sister ain't want to do that my mom ain't want to do that so like dad was like yo uh you know uh chip passed away so oh, I was like, chippy oh, that, yeah I was like, yeah that oh, that's sucks, such homie. a good dog name it was a great name Ch- chip was cool you know what i mean so what was chip uh what's uh a yorkie oh the yeah little yeah. hairy yeah. joints yeah yeah like there's like 90 dogs that look just like him yes. to me all the time yeah um but yeah he was a little pint like i look he was super small at first like i would constantly like flank him across the house by accident because he would like fall asleep on top of my sneaker while i was sitting down yeah and then i would get up and you know i would like oh shit <laughs> like a cartoon straight up because i didn't he he weighed like five ounces so like that that was like a discernible amount of weight for my shoe. Do we know that's not how he passed away? Yeah, we do. We do because <laughs> like could. it was <laughs> it was well after I had uh, after he had left our home. But like, and he learned eventually. Like, all right, this is uh, clearly not a safe space. Yeah, uh, he would like sit, uh, sit next to me instead of on my my kids. Yeah, but that, uh, that, yeah, I gotta say, thinking about the dog, this is another argument for a king bed. Because uh, there on Sunday we all napped. Cause we're our everyone's sleep is all messed up, and we try to get Franny to take a nap every day. We went to a play place, and then we were real tired, so we came home, and all four of us were in the bed at the same time, and it was kind of a beautiful family, you know, dog, kid, parents, all in one disgusting nest of uh, of rest. Uh, huh. So that's I, if if you if you got the the, the square king. footage to go from the queen to the king, I say go for it. Get another dog. Don't don't kick it too much and uh <laughs> See that's an argument of me against queen uh king bed. I don't want anyone else in my bed. Yeah, yeah. I and I don't want the room to make them think it's justifiable. Right. You know what I mean? When yeah. my kids come came over with like nightmares, I'm like, "Yo, that's life." Yes. You know what I <laughs> mean? Go back to your room, my G. Like I pay for that shit. For you to be over there, you know what I mean, and you want dogs too? Nah, be they, not they at come, all. Let me ask you this: They come to you with a nightmare. Do you want to hear the details? Uh, not at that time. Yeah, nah. Uh, uh, when they come over, I want I want to know like just enough to tell them that's not real. Yeah, and then go back to bed. The yeah. next day, I do X. Yeah, but like the in the moment, like yo, my, I'm sleeping, homie. Like, why are we doing this? Have you ever felt guilty about something you exposed them to that could have caused a nightmare? Like, we got into this bad habit with Francis where we show her some pretty graphic, like YouTube cartoons. With <laughs> she's obsessed with zombies and skeletons. Uh, we're not showing her Friday the Thirteenth or anything. Like, we showed her the thriller video. Okay, like that's a little much for a three and a half year old. Hell yeah! And uh, I think she is. I think she is sometimes waking up scared of imagery 
Uh, ah. have, have you ever do you think you've caused any nightmares with any movies you've exposed them to too young or anything like that i know i did with my daughter uh i uh but it wasn't a movie that i think was it was uh what was it's, it's uh orange character it was uh one of the uh why am i forgetting uh, the, the lorax the, yes how did i know that you said orange character and i knew it yo i took a, i took her to see the lorax in theater yeah. Um. And I. And in retrospect, I could see why I was scared. Right? Yeah. Because like, he's like a recluse. Do you say it? Re- recluse. He's a reclusive person. Yeah. Uh, being. He lives outside. Of he's the city. and he was like ostracized, right? Like. Yeah. Yeah. It was a sad. It, I get that it was sad, you know. Yeah. But uh, on top of that, like this is back when I was still working, so like I uh I had a split week, so I had Wednesdays off. Yeah. So I took her to see the movie. At like two in the afternoon by ourselves. Yeah. Like we went to the theater. It was just us two. I don't even know why they were running. It can't be profitable. Did you Did you go to Regal Atlas Park? Now, uh, is that the? I went to the one on Atlantic. Okay. On, yeah. In, yeah. Uh, in East New York. Yeah. Is that Regal? I think Regal's the one in Cooper in Queens. Anyway, mm-hmm. I went to the movie theater. It's just like three hundred people. It's just me and her. So like when they do like thunder and lightning, yeah. it sound real because yeah, there's no yeah. like. Other kids going, ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's just us two. So, like, she felt, and this was on top of that, her first, like, movie. Yes. In a yeah. theater. So, she just started crying. And I and I asked her, I was like, yo, you want to go? She's like, I want to go. Yeah. And this was, like, literally, like, 10 minutes into the movie. And you're like, but this is $48. Yeah. <laughs> to be here right now. <laughs> but yeah. I got home, and, like, I was, like, emo, like, as hell, because, like, Gabby was like, what's wrong? She, she started crying. And, like, I feel like I caused it, and, like, this was our only, like, moment for like probably the quarter of, of that year like that me bonding. and her were gonna bond solo yeah, you know yeah. what i mean so it's like shit like I, I i got like i gave her a core memory of horror <laughs> with her dad when i hang out with my dad he brings me to dark rooms <laughs> in other neighborhoods and shows me scary things oh, so, man. and I, she loves the movie and i yeah. can't watch it i'm the only one in the house that cries when it plays yeah you're i got one. this memory of making my daughter scared and she doesn't even remember it at all she just loves the movie now as a freaking teenager you have post-traumatic seuss syndrome straight up yo that is dr seuss right yeah uh yeah i brought franny to a couple movies and it's tough with her because she's so she just wants to hang out and meet people and party and so her first movie ever was a super mario brothers movie okay about 10 months ago i guess we went and uh yeah she watched seven minutes of the opening and then was like i want to go check out the lobby again so she runs out to the lobby i'm chasing her around the whole place i like let go i let go of the idea that she's gonna sit and watch the whole movie and then we went back in and she did watch a lot of it but she like wandered and like was up and down the aisles i i was like i don't even care if other parents hate me right now i just at least we're all in here yeah i I know where she is you know uh and then it's a great movie it's a, i don't know if you've watched it it's legitimately funny it's oh. it's a it's it's a fun movie and then the big finish is about to happen the ending is coming and then she's like i'm out and she walked out and i <laughs> i still don't know how that movie ends um and then we saw teenage mutant ninja turtles the new one which is great Dude, oh yeah you, you gotta go see it just that for, i saw yeah for the the music is amazing she didn't watch uh barely any of it and and it's like it is actually pretty intense there's a lot of like uh warfare in there i love that movie that was awesome yeah that was was, uh, a real bonding moment for me and the kids because like uh they like ninja turtles my son really enjoys them and obviously i I grew up that era i love them dudes you know yeah um 
So like this was like a real uh, modern take on it that was also solid. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, like they, they it was a cool moment to like uh connect on a thing at the same time that we all genuinely enjoy. Uh. We all we all got the comic books like the last yeah. Ronin series. We all got the. We all have our own copies of the books, except yeah. for my wife, my daughter, my son, myself. That's so cool. Yeah, it's dope. It's, it's interesting how pop culture can be such a point of bonding with uh, parents and kids. Like, like I, we have our our clo- probably our closest friends with uh, you know children from school and from the park. They're all into Star Wars, and mm. this kid is obsessed with Star Wars because the dad is obsessed with it. And like, I I'm just like. This this guy's raising his son to be a virgin his whole life, but um, no, it's like really nice. It's nice that they have this thing that they're excited about. Yeah. That's that's. I think Ninja Turtles is definitely the cooler option. Yeah, in my house, everyone but me like Star Wars. I'm not anti; I just don't watch it. Yeah. Um. So like, that's kind of the bond that they like. Uh, it became kind of like a running joke where like they say Star Wars in code uh-huh. when I'm in the room. Yeah. So they'll be like, uh, like my and my son's terrible with uh, code words. Uh-huh. Right? So it'll be like we're watching uh, blob lures and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, so yeah, uh, that's kind of the running thing in the house. That like when there's a Star Wars convo, they change the words very like not well. <laughs> I mean, Just, it sounds like you're getting bullied by your own kids. <laughs> They're like, let's make this guy feel like an idiot and not include him in this cool thing we're into. Yeah, I ain't mad at it, man. Props, uh, yo. I like raising a bully. It's that, cool. That's really sweet. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I love horror movies. I love like weird, dark stuff. So like when she started gravitating toward skeletons and like there's some early Mickey Mouse animations that are really cool with like skeletons and oh. uh uh, like uh, haunted houses and stuff like uh, we'll watch that stuff and I, I i'm just like should i be should i be reining this in or is it like she uh lady gaga has a song called bloody mary it's uh it's pretty it's like very gothy sounding uh the lyrics are i i think she i don't know if they're pro jesus or anti jesus but she's referencing jesus and mary on the cross and all this stuff we get a video from daycare yesterday they have a mini uh uh, uh talent show in the daycare okay. and she just went up with a mic and sang that song <laughs> and these are all dominican women very traditional i assume catholic women and i'm just like i hope they don't know what she's singing right now because this is this is our fault it's beautiful uh, oh yeah everybody gets some of the culture yeah um <laughs> i'm 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 on a cultural journey with my daughter that uh i'm surprised how much i'm enjoying i took her to her second dance class saturday morning oh did your daughter ever do dance in a like a formal setting one lesson didn't work yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. Yeah. Um. A. Uh. I was so happy she quit that shit. Um. <laughs> Why is that? That that is wild expensive. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a hundred something a month. Yeah. For, and like all the responsibility is me. I got to get her dress. I got to drive her over there. I I yeah. shoot my Saturday in the foot. Yeah, yeah. Um. It is uh surprisingly more time consuming than a sports game. Um, Interesting. And then uh, what age was she at? She was like uh five. Okay. Um. Then, uh, if we're honest, uh, it's cute, but they're like trash. They can't do anything well. <laughs> it is so, <laughs> so not entertaining. Uh, it is horrendously boring to watch. Not good rhythm. Not yeah. good rhythm at all. Uh, like and like they have, I, they have no <laughs> no body control. Yo, and like 
the the school knows they suck. Yeah, because yeah. like they tell you like uh. Did you hey, know? like we're gonna we're gonna end around this time. Like they want you to leave because they know. Like yeah, yeah. if you watch this, you know you're getting robbed. Like no way you you should sit through this and keep paying for the service. That's hilarious. You know that and, is hilarious. And then you go, you got to spend forty dollars at the end of the year to go to this big uh, recital. Recital. They charge. They're doing ticket. Yeah, tickets? they do a ticketed event at this. Uh, they rent out like a high school. You know, they do it in a uh, beach channel. So they rent out this yeah, high where, school. Where did you do yours? Was this over in East New York? No, we did it in Queens. Uh, I think it was like Richmond Hill or something. Or was, Ozone. It, was it Ridgewood? Nah, nah. Okay. It was in like Ozone like South, or something South, like that. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, the recital is worse because like you watch all these kids suck and you only care about one of them. But I got to watch like 30 groups of kids be trash and dancing <laughs> like it's not cute when it's not your kid now you're just watching terrible performances and the yeah. only saving grace is like one out of every like six classes there's like the teenage group that's been dancing for 15 years yeah and there there's usually one really talented kid yeah you and, see like a lebron or something yeah you're like, and, okay, and you're like oh, like, okay i could see what could happen if he was special yeah. and worked hard Right. Um, and you still see four very regular ass kids, by the way, like four kids are like, nah, you are an accountant. Like you should not be doing that shit at all. This is not your future. You're going to tell people you danced and they're going to be impressed in the future, not knowing how bad it was just because you did it for a decade. This but is you're hilarious. still bad. This is great. And there's one talented kid in that whole school. Um, and like a year later, he becomes a part owner of the school. He becomes a teacher. Right. And the ecosystem starts again. Yeah, and there are, I mean, as you're talking, there's so many parallels to, to comedy. Also, <laughs> it's like when you're at open mics, you're just sitting there thinking like, no, you're an accountant. Yo, real talk. <laughs> yo, real, like I knew, like, yo, like you, you, uh, I, yourself, myself, uh, I've mentioned my boy Freddie and, uh, and, and Lauren, we all kind of like started at around the beginning of QED. Like right, within yeah. a year of that place opening, we all were starting comedy yeah. in some way. Yeah. Um, and we might have started elsewhere, but I, that's kind of I associate all of y'all like we met there yeah. doing the shows. And I felt like I knew the that the second I met y'all, like, yeah, I'm going to see y'all in a decade. And I also knew who I'm never remembering your name. Right. Like yeah, you will yeah. not be here in a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just is what it is. Like it, it, you could tell right away. Some people ain't, ain't meant for it. You might be special. It's just not at this. Yeah. And that's I okay. Mean, hey, maybe they're running a dance studio. Now. Real talk. Yo, you <laughs> know what I mean? You, 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 you crushed it on your toes. Yeah. So we, so these, so we've done two drop in classes and the way it works is if, she likes it and she wants to go back. Then you get sign up for the monthly thing, and the drop ins were twenty bucks each time, which to me is worth it because like anything I can do to get out of the house, because like <laughs> our house starts to feel real small when like she doesn't want to go outside and play or doesn't want to go somewhere. It's just good to have a direction to go in in the morning. Yeah. So it's been good for that reason. But yeah, I think the monthly maybe it might be only like 85 or 100 a month and then you you can i think she could do as many classes as she wants so it's like if we get her out every saturday maybe it's worth it but yeah i'm curious if we will have this same experience ross's hang up is that she is a former dancer and she's like i don't want like i want franny to have fun but i don't want her to like end up you know 
feeling shitty about herself because she doesn't measure up or like hurting her body or you know there's all these like you know apparently it's hard to be a dancer or whatever for women i mean whatever maybe ross can talk about that when she comes back to the podcast <laughs> I, but, I, but i'm not mad at that that that's the part i would like yeah i feel like you should find a thing that you like and know what it's like to suck at it and and also let it almost kill you yeah i think that's important it's something that you love should break you and 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 you decide if that's worth pursuing or not because at some point something you like is going to require you dealing with almost being broken yeah yeah it's put yourself through the crucible to see what you're made of and see if you have that's that's interesting. So I'm yeah, pro that that's the part I love about right. these things. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking for that for each of my kids. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think I found it when my daughter's like super artsy. She like enjoys creating, and I I co- and now like I can hold her to like like uh, she'll show me a painting, and it's so I don't gotta be like yo that's beautiful. I could be like yo this is whack. It's below <laughs> your standard. You know what I mean? Because I've seen her do fire shit. You're like, so right. I don't got to be like, yo, th- this ain't dad mode no more. This is a fellow artist who works 10, 11, 12 hours at my shit. Why ain't you work 10, yeah. 11, 12 hours at your shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? Imagine how shitty your meals would be if I took my joke writing the way you took this painting today. <laughs> I like, can say that now because she knows what it's like to work for something dope. I can't do that with my son yet. You know what I mean? We haven't found that thing. He's a little soft still. Yeah, he still hasn't found a thing that he's willing to, like, go that hard for. But, like, my daughter now has experienced that, and now I could give her real feedback. And she, like, she doesn't like it, (laughs) but she gets it. And in turn, when I say, like, that's dope, she knows it's from the heart. Yeah. Like, let me get a closer look at this painting. What? Let's talk about your light source. Real talk, yeah. What, what, what's this composition here? Now, I'm spending fucking $3,000 on paints, <laughs> and you bringing this bullshit to me? You know what I mean? You go, nah, B, show that to your mom if you want encouragement. And yeah. once, you, once you've once you gotten, like, 10 or 12 approvals from her, pick yeah. the best of that shit, and let's talk. Yeah, and if you if you do this again, you're going back to Crayola. <laughs> Real talk, be nah, man. I but I I think that's important. You got to find the thing that you're willing to be that for, and you're willing to deal with that. It teaches you a lot yeah. about you, um, and it prepares you for life. Yeah. Um. So that's the shit I'm cool with. I want something that will like you're. It's gonna test your ability to deal with failure. Yeah. That's like some mil. That's what the military does. You know what I mean? Like you go to the military, they break you down, and then you build yourself back up. And uh, you know, I've never had any interest in that, but um, I think I've experienced that with comedy. Like yeah. just being totally, totally rejected and like fell on my face and bomb. I mean, still like now, still it's happens. Like, yeah, yeah. You bomb, and you're like, holy shit, I gotta pull it together. You know? Yeah. Um. Wow, that's uh, that's we're we're getting to the heart of a lot of stuff here about parenting. That's what we do, baby. Raising tough kids, I love it. Oh yeah, ironically, when neither of our kids are here, but yeah, that's what we do, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what's fun about a. I mean, a podcast is fun because you could literally just talk a big game. It's just about talking. Neither one of us uh, near our kids right now. Uh, you will never see us parent actively. Yeah. You know, we're not going to show you that part of it. But yeah. We're great at telling you what you should do. I do wonder if I'm dropping her name too much. I'd be like not like uh, she's on my social media. I don't make my whole social media about her or anything. But like I do wonder if in 2024 it's wise to like 
not put your kid out there so much, you know? I thought about that a lot. I no longer care because I don't think it's uh it's possible to fully block someone anymore. Yeah. Um I'd go as far as like um I think our kids a lot of their success is going to be based on their ability to brand, eh? Yeah. Um but, <laughs> she's uh, like at seventh grade orientation. They're like, What's your brand? What's your brand? Yo, real who, who do you think your market is and how are you gonna reach them? <laughs> but uh <laughs> in an effort for that though, like around like three years ago I stopped posting them. Yeah. Um just so that they have like uh uh junior high and high school. Uh, I want them to be able to like make their own identity. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't hide their name per se, but uh yeah, I don't like post their pictures anymore. Yeah, um, you can still find them. I mean, but like, I'm not like actively sharing their face. Um, they should have like the ability to be dope and cool on their own. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. Like um, it's crazy. Like on, we'll watch some YouTube sometimes. Like if I got to negotiate with her, you were talking about leveraging earlier. Like I'm doing a lot of negotiating in order to leverage something. Like she'll say, "I want to watch this show or this video or whatever," and I'll say, "If you, you can watch it if we're getting dressed while we're watching it." Mm. That's how. So, all right, you'll put on your clothes while we watch this thing. And lately, this Russian family keeps coming up where it's these two, like, maybe seven or eight-year-old kids in different costumes doing different sketches and the scenes. Like, they're shooting these, like, mini films. I mean, they're, they're not good. They're really bad, and they don't look great. <laughs> Lighting's horrible. It's like, it's... But she finds it entertaining for some reason. Yeah. And I'm just like, these poor kids are putting in, like eight hour days on set <laughs> with their family and i'm like I, that should be illegal Real talk, and like there are creeps who are probably watching this stuff for the worst reasons oh uh, no so, sag after yeah i mean no, no union benefits no they, uh, just being exhausted over there gary coleman you know what i mean yeah they're just getting uh craft services and that's it that, <laughs> that's their pay uh yeah, yeah so. like that's something i thought of a lot too because like even with like uh with like what we do there's so much uh so much need and demand for content and so much of what i talk about on stage is family shit right so like i innately when i think of sketches it tends to be family shit and like i'll get like a day where like i'm inspired i'm like yo like on sunday we shooting a bunch of sketches but i'm like that's not fit that my, my son don't want to do that shit yeah yeah like he has a day where he enjoys what i do but he doesn't want to necessarily take part in that and definitely not regularly right um i do think my daughter would enjoy that but I also don't want to make a choice for her to do that now. And then, like, four years later when she's an adult, she's like, oh, I, I wish I didn't do that. Yeah. yeah. You know, so um, I fight the urge because <laughs> I'd love to, like, do stuff with my fam. But I know that uh, it's not fair to them. And it would admittedly only benefit me right now. Yeah. So I clip that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know how the people do that. They could justify it in their own way. Maybe they... You know, they say we pay them a salary or like if we leave, if we live better, they live better. Well, that's what I'm curious about is like how much is any are some of these people actually making on a YouTube channel? Like, can you make like a ton of money? Like, because I, I guess if I was like if we were making like 600 grand a year by like exploiting her, I think I'll, I would do yeah, it. Yeah, hell yeah. But uh, although probably not, honestly, like I, I'm trying to be funny about it, but like my number's just, lower, just, right? <laughs> <laughs> like 600 what just oh yeah but the idea of like hours and hours together every day like trying to work together like i love spending hours and hours with her but like trying to work and direct her and shoot and like get the audio right and like yeah that all sounds like a pain in the ass with like a grown adult let alone like your own kid who like those kids are all gonna hate their parents so yeah, that's much. real 
Um, anyway, speaking about parents and emotions, I, uh, we, we, we keep talking about doing this segment on the show. Uh, we, you know, we're of a generation where we grew up with dads who bottled up emotions. It was always a mystery about how they were feeling. If they were mad about something, you didn't know what it was. So we're trying to do this segment uh, where we discuss what dad's mad about. So, I like it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What's Dad Mad About? What's Dad Mad About? Okay, so, <laughs> Gasor, was there anything that came up for you this week that made you mad? If you And if you yeah. don't have an answer, you don't. I, I don't want to put you on the spot. No, but- no, no. I'll tell you exactly what I'm mad about. I'm mad about uh, the school emergency content. Oh. Okay. Uh, we have two kids, two separate schools. Uh-huh. We have two parents, me and my wife. Yeah. I am not the point of contact at either one of these places. And you're mad about that? I'm mad about that because- I am the most available of That's all the true. parents. I am literally home yeah. the whole day. And everything I hear about about the school is when my wife and my kid decide to tell me about it after uh-huh. it's already been resolved. Yeah. Like they'll they'll like they'll text my wife, they'll email my wife, they'll send a letter home with my kid. And then when they're like, Oh, by the way, this is happening this week, I'm like so late in the process. Yeah. So like uh the reason this came up is because uh, my daughter got sick. Yeah. She was in school. She got sick. And they texted my wife. Uh, they called my wife, and my wife couldn't pick up. They called her like two times. She picked up on the third one. Mm-hmm. And then she calls me to go pick up my daughter. And I'm like, yo, why ain't they call me? They got my number. I know they got my number because I did all the signups. And I mean, I'm the one that did the school applications with them. Uh, and, like, I'm literally home. You know what I mean? Granny might be sleeping, but I'm yeah. I'm there. I'm available. Yeah. I don't get the call. And Yeah, they don't have the technology for a group text. Yo, they don't and like they're like I feel like every form is set up for mom, dad. Yeah. So like dad is always second on the list. Yeah, yeah. And in turn, I'm like, yo, like I look like I'm slacking. Right. When I was fully available, fully willing to help. You never had the option to opt in. Yo, yeah. Like, yo, I'm here. You know what I mean? Put me in, coach. Yeah. I'm ready. You know what I mean? And, like, then in turn, like, it starts building in this idea that I'm I'm the backup parent uh-huh. to my own kid. Uh-huh. Like, they start going to to Gabby for everything. You know what I mean? Like, they, and when we're in the house, they're like, yo, what are we eating? And they look at Gabby. I'm like, yo, I, I supply just as many of the meals. You yeah. know what I mean? Where are we going? They look at Gabby. I'm like, I literally drive. Gabby doesn't drive. I do uh, wherever Does we she go. Does not drive? No. Never driven in her life. Oh wherever we go is fully determined on me. Wow. And my willingness to take us there. Yeah. Gabby might want to go, but I actually go. Like, we go where I decided to go that I day. I mean, I think that should be part of being an emergency contact. You yeah, got to have a I driver's go. license. Yeah. Dude, I get so heated every wow. time it comes up. You know what I mean? So, like, this week, uh, Michaela, uh, my daughter has the week off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they sent they, they sent the group text. My daughter got it. My wife got it. Then they sent the letter to my, uh, my daughter. She sent me a picture of it. She said, hey, just so you know, next week is uh, Regents Week. I don't go in on these days. Yeah. And I'm like, this is all great information that I should be getting directly. You know what I mean? Why am I not part of the parent team? Yeah. You know I mean, I'm here. I'm involved. So, yeah, I get heated because, like, I want to be a part of the process. I feel like I'm just as qualified. I understand I don't make uh, – 
I, I understand Gabby might make more traditional decisions. I get yeah, it. Yeah. But I am a caring parent. Let me make mistakes, but I can't get better if yeah. I'm not in the game. Yeah. You need you need to be thrown in the fire. You gotta you gotta see how you respond in a crisis. Uh, Real talk, man. Uh, you you can provide some maternal energy if you yeah. had to. Real yeah. and, and sometimes you might need paternal energy. Yeah. You know, just put it in the game. Let me try. You know, you don't know how good I could be. Okay. Yeah. Real talk, B. This is uh, I'm I'm Lou Gehrig on the bench waiting. Yeah, I think. I mean, do should we go to your children's school and just give them this speech in person? Let's not get crazy, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> admittedly, this is or, the exact level I want to be at. I want to be uh under underused, but be available. Yeah, yeah. And complaining about it so that I'm 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 getting the credit yes. for the work I'm not doing. This You're, is exactly right. Like a utility player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you go in, you know, when the game is, you know, the starting the starting lineup needs a rest. You hey, go man. in, you, you get some rebounds. Listen, Mariano yeah. Rivera had the greatest job ever. Okay. That oh, dude got yeah. paid millions to yes. come in and play one-ninth of the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Was he Dominican? Uh, no, no, no. He's, uh, uh, I believe, Panamanian. Oh, right, right, Really, right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Real, he, he, I th- he, like, uh. Uh, and also on top of that, he only played when they won. Like he played one ninth of two thirds of the games. Yeah, just close Brilliant. it down. Just let's all go home. What a hustle! Yeah, I like the idea of your kids in some kind of emergency. Let's say there's a bomb threat at school, and they're just like looking at each other, like, "Well, mom's not picking up. We could call dad, but what are our other options?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've thought about this a lot. Like, I think. Uh, I think my son would call me like fourth. Yeah. I think he calls mom and then both grandmas. Uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah. And then I'm the the next guy. Yeah. My daughter It was weird. Oh, sorry, you finished. No, no, no. It was I was we going to say it was weird when we were kids. There was one or two times my dad was involved with an emergency contact whatever. Like there was one day after school where Somebody forgot to pick us up. We had to get to our babysitter's house, and somehow we didn't get picked up. So my brother and I are just, like, stranded outside the school. Somehow somebody contacts my dad. He comes and picks us up. We're like, why is our dad here? <laughs> like, it's the it's the daytime. We never see this guy in the daytime. He picks us up, and then he takes us to mini golf. And I remember, I remember thinking, this is just weird. Why am I playing mini golf with my dad? Like, it was so far from the routine. You know, that's what he does, yo. Uh, and and I think I think he did end up bringing us to the babysitter. Like, that's awesome. Like, like he's like, I can get an hour or two out of you guys but you're going to the babysitter uh i I mean there's so many weird memories another time um my my aunt nat's boyfriend rusty picked us up in his like irock z uh sports car just like smoking cigarettes just some dude like yeah some dude there is like yeah go pick up those kids at the elementary school bring them to aunt nat's house like that kind of stuff is i love that yo it's, I know. <laughs> I mean, this is the '80s. There were probably no forms Dude. for like who to call. It was probably just like if you knew the name, like because like I, I've talked about this on stage. Like I don't. Um, I know it happens. Like I understand it as a concept, but like uh, kidnapping isn't nearly as like prevalent as people make it out to be. Like yeah. nobody wants to like steal responsibilities. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like when you see, when you come up to a place to pick up the kid, you know the kid's name. 
Yeah. That's already like too much info. Like, word, you you proactively want right. to take this problem away from us? Yeah, go for it. Right. We'll see you tomorrow. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I uh I like I, I remember every time my dad picked me up from school, um, it always felt like it was his first time seeing the building. Yes. Like he yeah, was yeah. like, What what is this place? I've heard you go to a place. And there's like <laughs> you know the secretary at the front who's yeah. like always the nice, loving lady? Like yeah. they've learned how to like whisper dads and granddads through they're like, Come this way, sir. Everything's gonna be all right. We'll show you where to go. There's like a distress. Like he yeah. like he's looking around, like he's he's not even aware that like this is how school works anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like he's so confused. Like what? What? What is this? Why are the like? Yeah. You guys put their artwork on the wall. Why? Lo- like, <laughs> lost dads have a look. Yeah, <laughs> yo. So like, I I I definitely remember like anytime my dad came, and it was also like uh back then like the idea of interrupting dad at work. Yeah, is so wild. So like, yeah. he was trying to go back. Right. So work. So like he's in work mode. So right. like him showing up is like this is a fucking task I right. got to do. Right. And I still got to get my work done. So he 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 would come with like that energy, yeah. not like yeah. playful Saturday dad. This right. was like the dad I don't see cuz he's the, getting shit done. The clock's ticking. Yeah. yeah. So, so that that energy's different. Time is money, dad. But I will say the my one of my favorite memories as a kid is my dad picking me up one day. Um, I got in trouble in daycare. This kid, Oscar, uh-huh. came up to me in second grade, and he said, yo, your mom's pretty. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And he was like, I'm going to kiss your mom. And I hit him in the head, yo. <laughs> I fucked that kid up, yo. Bodied him, you know? And then I got in trouble. They took me They took me out to class. Um, And this was, the, he started talking about it in school. We got picked up to the daycare center. He's saying it at the daycare center, so I hit this dude, rocked him at daycare. Yeah, you can't. Yo, you can't be talking about my mom no. like that, you know? And I get it. Like, my mom Not in was such like, explicit terms. Yo, you're going to kiss my mother? Yo, nobody was talking like that in <laughs> second grade, my G. kiss my mother? You out your mind, B. <laughs> Getting out of pocket, yo. You, you could have just left it as she was pretty. That was awkward, but I'm, I'm going to let it slide. Cause it's true, my mom was beautiful. I'm gonna see Still if your beautiful. mom. I'm gonna see if your mom's into heavy petting. Yo, real talk. Watch yourself, P. <laughs> so like, yo, he uh, he says it, and then like, yo, and like, it wasn't even. There was almost the privacy of it, cause normally like little kids is when you say shit loud. Nah, he was yeah. whispering it to me. Oh yeah, he's that's. Like, I'ma kiss your mom. Yeah, he's so getting I'll, in your head. Yo, I punched that kid. Yo, hard body, rocked him. Oscar out cold. Yeah. Right? So they take Oscar me- didn't didn't even have Oscar health insurance. Yo. So he was done. <laughs> so they take me out. I had to spend the rest of daycare in the in the I guess the, it's not a principal, but whatever the principal equivalent Head, headmaster of yeah, daycare. At the daycare center. And my dad shows up to pick me up. And I and of course like I didn't. Even, my dad never picked me up. Like yeah. I don't know why. Like I, they called him only because of this. They're like, this involves violence. Yeah. Let's bring in let's the man. Let's bring in dad. So dad yeah. shows up. He's pissed off because they clipped him out of work. And yeah. he shows up, and they tell him the whole situation. They're like, "Yo, your son hit this kid," and they're like, "He said that he said something rude about uh his mother." And my dad looks at him. He's like, "What he say?" He said, "He said mom was pretty. He wanted to kiss." mom and he looked at the lady he said i'll take you from here he took me outside he's like i love that shit you can do that anytime you want he's and like i was like for real he's like for real he's like you know what he's like you could say shit today and that was the first time i was allowed to curse with my dad 
Like everything. That's like, we, amazing. Yo, he was like, yeah, he's like, I don't care. Now, anybody disrespect your mom, you fuck that kid up. And he was so proud of me. He cur- It was like the first time he cursed at me with love. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we bonded over it. He was like, hell yeah. Like, that was a rite of passage. Straight up. You, he bought me a little Malta. It was like, he was like, you can't have a beer. But like, he bought me a Malta because it looks like a beer. Yeah, yeah. What are those? There are, it's a malt beverage that's like something like a sweet soda kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Tastes delicious, but it's definitely an acquired taste. Not for yeah, everybody. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like a... A lot uh, it's in a version brown of a bottle, soda, right? yeah, With like a dope. yellow label or something. Yeah, Mata yeah. India, I'm a big fan of it. Yeah. It rocks. Uh, uh, the, the, it's like it's real big in Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic, but most yeah. of the Caribbean has like their own versions of it. But that that story is hilarious. That is like a coming of age rite of passage. You defended the honor of your of the matriarch of Straight the family. Up. Oh, and the crazy part, he insisted that I not tell mom. That oh, was also great. the cool part. Like it was like this uh, is for us. This is us, and he said, like, "I won't tell her, you won't tell her, and they won't tell her. Don't worry about it." And you can keep saying shit. Did, were you just saying, "Yo, did you take a sip of the malt?" And you're like, "This is good shit." <laughs> nah, nah. I, my dad's still scary. Like uh, even now, like I, yeah. I didn't. Uh, I, I like I said it once there. Yeah. And like I was good. That yeah. was like enough for me to live on the edge like that. But nah, I didn't curse in front of my dad until I was like 18 again. Yeah. Wow, what a beautiful story! Real I, talk, uh, man. I, I, do you think? Do you think your your young man uh, will ever have a day of that level of toughness? I hope so. Um, I don't know. He's a good dude. Actually, no. He's had he's had a couple of things. Like I've heard some stuff that he's done that like has warmed my heart. Like uh, uh, I I don't know the other kids, but I know that uh, he was in he was in lunch period. And one of the other and and one of the kids in his class said that another girl uh, was a hoe. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he went up to the kid and said, yo, we don't talk about girls like that. That's amazing. Straight up. That's amazing. I could learn something from him. Dude, that shit like I, blew my mind that he was he did that shit. Yo, that's, I, that's fire. I, so maybe this plays into my what's dad mad about. I don't I'm also nervous about oversharing about this situation. Anyway, I'll keep it very vague. I I'm not mad about this. Maybe I'm mad about this. I'll I'll say yeah, this may makes me uncomfortable. Okay. I was in a green room and uh somebody was showing everyone the nudes that a woman sent them uh that the woman definitely didn't consent to like him showing everyone there. Okay. Uh and I I there was a tiny part of me that's like I should say something, but it's also like it was a very much a locker room environment, like it was all I think it was all men in there. Okay. Um uh, and yeah, that I mean your son kind of saying that in that moment is is great that he did that. Yeah. Uh and but, I didn't even find out from him. I found out from uh, uh one of the teachers. She said that like uh like not a t- uh, teacher's age. She pulled me aside after she said, "Yo, like I was really impressed with your kid." Yeah. But yeah, yo. But I don't know. I it's tough in comedy and green rooms. It's Why? like you don't want to I mean, it's like you want to get along to go along. I mean, but what is the yeah, what is the thing? Like it is, yeah, is it my responsibility? I yeah. suppose it is. I mean, I, I, yeah, like I, I, and, that, it, and it actually didn't occur to me on the level of like I'm the father of a daughter, uh, right. it, but it was more on the level of like that's not right. Like you don't, I don't I, know. I think uh, I understand the awkwardness of it, and I understand not wanting to be 
uh like kind of kicked out or whatever but uh I don't think it necessarily needs to be like a speech like yeah. I in the honor of this woman I you know chastise you yeah, guys yeah. that's just weird as hell I know where you might be going with this yeah. which is a tool that I don't use enough which is humor yeah like, there's a I'm way saying. to like, ro- roast his ass exactly for, yeah, make yeah. a joke about yeah. this shit and make them start thinking of like yo this is kind of stupid or like messed up that we're doing it like yeah, you know what yeah. I mean and and there's ways of doing that even with their own psyche like yeah. do do a thing that challenges them as men yeah, you know what I mean yeah. like damn be like it's where y'all at it, how old are you dudes and this is the only way y'all see women is by sharing the intimate or, pics that like a lady shared with you in private or or this is the only way that you you feel like value for yourself yeah like, it's like, like there's ways of like doing it that like make them start thinking yeah this is beneath what uh I expect of myself as a man. Yeah. This is uh, messed up uh, what I'm doing to this young lady. Yeah. There's ways of doing that in, in the moment that make them do the work. Yeah. And also, I mean, it did have that energy of like, yeah, it's like that's what kids do at the playground. They got, yeah, they got a new say that. You got a new toy. You want to brag, brag to everybody about your new Spider-Man or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah that's not cool. I, I, uh, I, I 100% do that shit all yeah. the time with stuff like that. Yeah. Um, cause to your point, I do get it. Like on some, like, it's weird to like, you know, be fucking like a knight in shining armor type yeah, shit. Yeah. I get that's awkward. And, um, but I do think you, you, uh, have not only the right, but like, uh, I think there's it's, a responsibility, yeah, there's a responsibility yeah, to kind of yeah. check that shit. Like, um, just cause it becomes like weirdly like you co-signing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, and also a, a, a defect I have is that when I'm around certain people, I often will lower myself to their level to like entertain them or get a laugh or whatever. Like, like I've, I've been at bachelor parties where I've said like, and sober, sober at bachelor parties. And I've said like some horrendous jokes and shit all right. and just to get people laughing. And I'm like, I can't believe that just came out of my mouth, but I, I just, so there was a moment the other night where I wanted to be like, well, I've got some spicy pictures I could show you. Right, right. But I, in my head, I didn't even actually offer it up. But there was a moment of like where I had an urge to like, I want to be a part of it. But then I'm like, no, I don't do that. Like right, if right. somebody sends me something privately, that's for me. And yeah, th- they very clearly say like, this is for you and you only. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah. So that's a... And even so, so even if I'm being pro bro, pro bro, I'm being pro bro. When you do that and that story gets out, you are ruining the titty pick sharing ecosystem yes. for future bros. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, we've got an economy here. Yeah, yo, that young lady shared that picture with you as part of the ecosystem, but it was a one of one trade. It's an honor system. Exactly. She's trusting that you following the code. Yes. When you break that code and word gets out, future titties don't get shit. Because yeah. of you. Yeah. You we, know what I mean? We have to protect the we future. We gotta titties protect of the America. future potential titties. You yeah. know what I mean? Dick picks and titty picks, they follow a code. You're on to something with bro code. Because you think you hear bro code where it's like, oh we all we're all loyal to each other and we you know we you know we keep our secrets amongst men, but there is a, there's like a flip side to that. The honorable yeah. bro code of like, no, we have to like preserve this delicate balance between us and them. And, uh, by respecting them and yeah. uh, honoring them, it actually keeps the bros in a good place. Listen, 
You got to think of future bros. And in turn, if you were a bro that didn't get the titty pick, those were not your titties. Yeah. There's plenty of free-range titties. You yeah. can watch those. And there's they're going to come your way eventually. And, yeah, the t- and then when you get a titty pick, you will have earned that titty pick. And it'll mean more. Yes. You know, it'll be uh, your titty picks. You know, one of one. You yes. Know? Yeah. Or two of two. Like two of one. I mean. Well, you get it. This is really good stuff. I don't know how you're not an emergency contact for your children <laughs> at school. This is the kind of knowledge I can impart, you know, at a moment's notice. Um, uh, I don't. Yeah. I mean, all, I was going to bitch about. Um, I guess I'll just say it just to get it off my chest. It's another. It's my first. What's dad mad about two episodes ago or whatever was about sound equipment. This is the same situation. How many? How many cl- comedy clubs or comedy operations do I gotta go to where they'll do a sound check? They'll do the. They'll do like a half-ass sound check, and then during the show, like something's not working. Like. Like one, you know, like a, a mic cable isn't working the whole time. It's like you've got a sold out show here. Everything should be working. And, you know, uh, that that came up again for me <laughs> the other night. And I'm just like, I am I crazy that I, this is important to me? Is this not important to you people? Also? You are not alone. This should matter. It blows my mind how often a microphone doesn't work at a club when the whole business is dependent yeah. on one microphone. Yeah. Like, that is all you need to do, really, is yeah. everything else does not matter until the audio matters. Like, if you don't have the audio, you don't have a show. Yeah. That is priority one. Everything else after that will look bad yeah. if that isn't resolved. Um, I, I don't I don't chance it anymore. I uh, I constantly keep a mic, a cable, and a mic in, yeah. my, in my car. Yeah, yeah. I don't play with it anymore. Like, if That's something genius. goes wrong, just say, yo, just go get it. Um, I don't keep an amp anymore. I, I yeah. was like, at this point, thankfully, I'm I'm at places that like I could plug in, but everything else, I still don't trust them. Yeah, I show up and I'm like, yep, the the audio ain't working. What? What's wrong with it? The mic, the cable? Yeah, go get it from my car. I love it. Yo, you got to start charging a rental fee. Yo, that'll be next level. I'm with it. It's just because like, uh, and it, it's honestly not even because uh, not even because of the clubs, but because of the, the fans. Yeah. Because when that show goes bad, they going to remember it as a yeah. Patrick show. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. want like, yo, yo, I was at that gas show. The mic didn't work. Right. They don't yeah. remember the club anymore. Now yeah. it's you. Yeah. Now I be my, my shit work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's so it's stand up is so delicate. It's so easy to traumatize somebody to their like early experiences with a, a show or yeah. a bad show or a good show. It's like. Yeah, it's gotta it's gotta work. Won't be me. I got my mic, I got my cable, got my mic stand. This shit don't work. I'm bringing it out the car. It's ready. I like it. That's a great solution. And I thought this was a great episode. This was so fun. I think we hit on a lot of great topics. And if we didn't get to any of those, we'll get to some more of them next week. Oh yeah, uh, that's what they're there for. Yeah, thanks for the wisdom. And um, hopefully, Franny won't. Actually, you didn't help me with the Franny sleeping in the bed situation. But I, you had a coach. You had a I whole did, coach. I know. You know I, what I mean? You had yeah. you had not you had extra coaches. You had a coach for your dog, my G. I know. Well, we got to get a toddler psychic now. Somebody oh. who can get in her head and uh, convince her to sleep in her own bed. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for watching, everybody. Great to see you, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, sounds good. Let's do it. Bye,